I've talked plenty about the Toronto Raptors in the wake of their embarrassing ouster from the NBA playoffs. The number one seed in the Eastern Conference, who set a franchise record for wins this year, came into the postseason talking about how this was a different Raptors team and they learned from their mistakes of the past. This would be different, they said, and when they faced LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers this year, they would finally show what they were really made of. Well, it turns out what they were really made of was pure H2O because they turned into a puddle in the second the series began against the Cavaliers. Toronto did their usual routine and peed down their shorts the entire series, resulting in yet another sweep at the hands of LeBron and his merry band. After the Raptors' season ended in disappointment again, most people realized this was as far as this iteration of the team could go and the offseason would likely be filled with wholesale changes being made. Well, the heads in Toronto have already started to roll, and the first casualty is head coach Dwayne Casey, the odds-on favorite to win the league's Coach of the Year award set to be announced very soon. Casey had actually just won the unofficial Coach of the Year award, the one voted on by his fellow NBA coaches, and the day after that honor was promptly canned by his bosses in Toronto. Casey is considered one of the better coaches in the NBA, evident by the steady improvement of the Raptors nearly every season he spent there. In his seven years with the team, Casey had a record of 320 wins and 238 losses with five postseason appearances. The issue was, in those playoff seasons, Casey went 21-30 and and get knocked out by the Cavaliers three years in a row now. While most expect Casey to land on his feet, he'll likely be the most coveted head coach for teams still looking, Toronto clearly believes it's time to start from scratch. It's hard to blame Casey for all the Raptors' failures, though. First and foremost, it comes down to the players, and ultimately, they did not show up the second the series began against Cleveland. Perhaps Casey could have done a better job motivating them, helping to prevent his team from rolling over on their bellies like submissive puppy dogs, but these guys are seasoned professionals who shouldn't need that from their coach. No doubt Casey and the Raptors didn't do a great job containing LeBron James, but who really can? To me, Casey's firing is the right move only if big subsequent roster moves follow it up. If Toronto feels like they can run it back with the same or a similar roster with just a new head coach as the major change, well, they'll be in for a rude awakening and the exact same, if not a worse, end result. If I'm Toronto, I'm blowing it all up and starting from scratch. See what you can get for your two All-Stars, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Kick the tires on a Jonas Valanciunas trade. Get picks. Get younger. And reset the team. This was the year for the Raptors to reach the finals. If this squad was ever going to do it, and instead, they melted. And now, the best move is to clean house and start over again. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor. While we're on the subject of head coaching in the NBA, there have been teams that have been very active already in the market with some hiring their new man in charge. So while Dwayne Casey was busy being fired in Toronto, 
A couple of teams have hired their new head coach. I already told you about David Fisdale getting the job in New York, and now the Atlanta Hawks have hired a head coach. They hired Lloyd Pierce, who was the assistant for the Philadelphia 76ers, to be their next man, who he is going to likely be in charge of a big rebuild in Atlanta with the team finishing with one of the worst records in the NBA this season. They have some promising young players like John Collins and Torian Prince, but nobody who's looks like there's a star on the roster. Dennis Schroeder is probably their best player. He's a mid-level point guard. So Lloyd Pierce, who has a lot of experience with a process in Philadelphia and building a young team, he's the new man in charge in Atlanta for the Hawks. And the Hornets also have hired a head coach, James Borrego, who has been an assistant with the San Antonio Spurs. He's going to be the head coach of the Hornets and work for Michael Jordan there. Hornets are in a similar situation. They are completely rebuilding the thing, though they have a bit of a better roster than Atlanta does, though that might not necessarily be good if they're trying to outright tank. Malik Monk is an interesting young player. Dwayne Bacon's another one. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist was a former number two overall pick. He's been really good defensively, but hasn't shown a lot, though he's just 24 years old still. He hasn't shown a lot on the offensive end, I should add. Uh, Kemba Walker's on the team. They talked about trading him this past season. It seems unlikely that he's going to stay there very long, though Borrego in his introductory press conference said he's a big fan of Kemba Walker, so he'd like to coach him. Uh, Nick Batum is on the team, another solid player. Dwight Howard, who knows what's going to happen with him. But uh, Borrego is going to uh, have his hands full with coaching the Hornets because even though there are some good players in the team, they're far from being a competitor in the East, and they're kind of in that no-man's land where they don't have a high lottery pick either. So Good luck to James Borrego there, who's used to winning a lot of games with the Spurs. He was not going to be doing so much winning with the Hornets, at least to start out. Then in other head coaching news, the 76ers are looks like they're going to extend their head coach, Brett Brown. The team actually, there was rumors about the team potentially firing after the Sixers lost their series to the Celtics in five games, even though Philadelphia was favored. That never seemed like it was really going to happen, considering Brett Brown was there for some of the worst years in the Philadelphia history, and he didn't get fired because of that. It's all part of the process. The team is learning. The coach is learning. They won 52 games this year, so Brett Brown's not going anywhere. In fact, it looks like he's going to be extended by the 76ers. Then some more coaching news. Like I told you in the last piece, Dwayne Casey is out in Toronto. So some rumors are already floating around about who's going to be the next Raptors head coach. A name that keeps coming up is Mike Budenholzer, the coach of the Atlanta Hawks the past few years. Budenholzer is a very good head coach, somebody who knows, plays, you know, is, is a tactician. That's the way they like to describe him. But as I just said in this last piece, hiring him and sticking with the same roster, that's not going to do Toronto any good. So I don't know if that's the way they want to go. Another interesting name that's being mentioned for Toronto would be Jerry Stackhouse, a former NBA All-Star player. Uh, I believe he was a national champion at North Carolina. He's been incredibly uh, well regarded as a young head coaching prospect as because he's been coaching the Raptors G League team, the Raptors 905. He's won a G League championship with the team. 
and he obviously would have a very strong relationship with players considering he didn't play in the NBA all that long ago and most players probably remember him from when they were kids as an NBA all-star. So Jerry Stackhouse could be a name that could be uh, the next head coach of the Raptors. That would certainly be an interesting option. I think that might be their best option going forward, though he is in the Raptors organization. If they really want to start over from scratch, maybe not the best move to go with someone in the organization already, though a little bit removed with coaching that G League team. Uh, and other coaching news. And yes, there is still NBA coaching news. Stan Van Gundy, we know, got fired from the Pistons. But he said after that that he was talking about maybe going back to TV. Now he's saying that he's open to cover, cover to coaching another team. Maybe he will end up with that aforementioned Raptors. That's somebody to look forward to, to look at for that job. Uh, he didn't do a great job in Detroit. So I don't know how coveted he's going to be, but... People seem to like Stan Van Gundy, so he'll probably end up getting another job. So that is the NBA coaching, I guess, roundup, you could call it. Uh, All the news that comes out with the NBA coaching carousel as it continues to circle round and round. I will let you know. I'm Jeff Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news only on Anchor. It's Saturday, May 12th. All of Friday's baseball games have finished up. Here is your morning after in the MLB. The Blue Jays fly past the Red Sox 5-3 in 12 innings. Catcher Luke Mayle is the hero, homering twice, the second time being a walk-off as he ends up with three hits and four RBIs in the Toronto win. Chris Sale is strapped with a no decision after he goes nine innings, allows three runs on six hits, and strikes out 15 for Boston in their loss. The Cubs smoke the White Sox 11-2. Wilson Contreras smacks a pair of home runs and ends up with four hits and seven RBIs. And Chris Bryant homers for the Cubbies in their win. Tampa Bay is down by Baltimore 9-4. Manny Machado blasts two homers, giving him 12 on the year, and finishes up with six RBIs for the Orioles in their victory. The Yankees are doubled up by the A's 10-5. Chris Davis, Matt Chapman, Jed Lowry, and Matt Joyce all leave the yard for Oakland in the win. Aaron Judge homers for the 10th time this year in New York's loss. The Mets defeat the Phillies 3-1. Jerry's Familia picks up his 11th save of the year for New York in the win. Odubel Herrera homers for the sixth time on the season in the Philadelphia loss. Pittsburgh crushes San Francisco 11-2. Starling Marte has a three-hit day, which included his sixth dinger this year in the Pirates' win. The Braves are chopped by the Marlins 6-3. JT Realmuto and Starling Castro each homer for Miami in the win. On the losing side, Ozzy Albies cranks his 12th long ball this season for Atlanta. Kansas City outlasts Cleveland 10-9. Alcides Escobar ends his day with two hits and four RBIs in the Royals' win. Jose Martinez and Yadier Alonso hit their 11th and 9th homers of the year, respectively, in the Indians' loss. Texas shuts out Houston 1-0. Cole Hamels earns the win as he tosses six shutout innings while allowing one hit and striking out five for the Rangers. Justin Verlander gets the loss after he goes six innings, gives up one run on three hits, and strikes out seven for the Astros. Milwaukee sneaks by Colorado 11-10 in 10 innings. Travis Shaw has three hits, which included his eighth dinger this season, and a go-ahead RBI single in the 10th to help the Brewers get the win. The Nationals top the Diamondbacks 3-1. Max Scherzer picks up the victory in his start as he lasts seven innings, gives up one run on four hits, and strikes out 11 for Washington. David Peralta hits his seventh home run this year for Arizona in the losing effort. 
The Mariners and Tigers game is postponed. The Angels drop their game to the Twins 5-4. Eddie Rosario leaves the yard twice with two solo shots to help Minnesota get the win. Justin Upton continues to swing a hot bat, homering for the fourth game in a row, giving him 10 on the year for LA in the loss. The Dodgers fall to the red 6-2. Scooter Jeanette gets home run number 6 on the year as part of a 4-hit 3-RBI day. And Matt Harvey makes his Cincinnati debut as he goes 4 innings while allowing no runs on 1 hit. And he strikes out 2 in his new team's win. And the last game from Friday saw the Cardinals cruise by the Padres 9-5. Paul DeJong connects on his 8th home run of the year as he ends up with 4 RBIs for St. Louis in their victory. That's the final out for today's morning after in the MLB. I'm Jeff Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick hitting sports news only on Anchor.